Well, let me welcome you this evening. We're so excited that you chose to spend part of your Christmas Eve with us here at Mount Calvary Church. And uh, I want to just read two verses from Mary's song. And it says, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. And that's what we've come to do tonight. We've come to rejoice in God our Savior. And so we're glad that you've joined us here. If you're visiting with us for the very first time here at Mount Calvary Church, we want to tell you we count it a privilege to have you with us tonight. And also tonight we have many friends who uh, have been here at one time or another, and we welcome you back to Mount Calvary Church. And if you don't have a home church, we want to encourage you to come and visit us this Sunday morning and uh, spend it with us. We're finishing our study in the book of Philippians. Pastor John will be finishing up the book, speaking about generosity this Sunday. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open our service this evening. Our gracious God and Savior, Father, Lord, we've come tonight to do what Mary said as she opened our prayer. We've come to rejoice in our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, I pray tonight that this service might be an encouragement to every person who's gathered here this evening. I pray as Pastor John opens the word and shares it this evening, Father, that again our hearts would be reminded and fresh and anew what Christmas is really all about. And so, Lord, we ask that you would be honored and glorified in this Christmas Eve service. It's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Well, it's a tradition here at Mount Calvary Church to always have a story for the kids on Christmas evening, on Christmas Eve. So I'm going to invite all of the kids to come down front and join me here as we read. Well, this is a lot of boys and girls. How many of you are excited tonight? Yeah, I figured. What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen? Presents. Presents, yeah. That's right. Presents tomorrow. Who, whose birthday are we celebrating? Jesus. Jesus. Let's say it together. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I have, a, I have a special story for you. It's called the Sparkle Box. And I have a, a Sparkle Box. See how sparkly it is? And we're going we're gonna to learn about the sparkle box tonight. So uh, if you can't see the book, I think some of the pictures are going to be up on the screen. So you can watch the screen or you can look at the book here. And uh, so your mommies and daddies can follow along. So it says, snowflakes swirled through the air as Sam and his mom stopped to look in the toy store window. With Christmas only a few day weeks away, Sam needed to make his Christmas list. He tugged on his mom's sleeve and pointed to the train. He loved the shiny red engine. Later, as Sam and his mom curled up on the couch to read a Christmas book, something sparkly on the mantel caught his eye. Mom, is that a present for me? He asked. Sam's mom tasseled his hair. It's a special gift. It's called a sparkle box. We'll open it together later, but we need to fill it first. Sam was excited, but it was hard to wait. Driving home from school the next day, Sam's mom stopped at a building. 
he had never been to before. She asked him to help her carry some food and blankets. Sam peeked into the bag that he was carrying and noticed a box of macaroni and cheese, his favorite. What are we doing with, these st- with this stuff, Mom? She smiled and said, we're giving it to people who don't have enough food to eat or blankets to keep them warm. But inside the building, Sam didn't see anyone who looked cold or hungry, just a nice lady with a big smile who thanked them. On the way home, they drove by the park. It was dusk, and the pretty Christmas lights had just come on. As they stopped at a traffic light, Sam noticed someone on a bench, curled up and sleeping. His mother noticed, too, that someone... That's someone who may get one of our blankets, she said softly. He doesn't have anywhere to live. Sam felt bad. It would be sad not to have a home to live in. Sam hung up his coat. It was good to be home. And he sat at the kitchen table to have a snack. He noticed the sparkle box gleaming on the mantel. Mom, did you put anything in the sparkle box yet? He asked shyly. Well, actually, I did put something in it today, she answered. But it is still not ready to be opened. We need to add a couple more things to it. Sam wondered what was inside. The day flew by, and soon was time for one of Sam's favorite events, the Christmas party at his dad's office. There was always lots of delicious food and presents for every child at the party. Sam's dad thanked everyone for coming. He talked about how blessed they were. When many people in the world struggle for something as simple as clean water to drink, he said a village in Africa would receive a special gift this year thanks to money donated by employees and their families. The gift was a well that would provide clean water for the entire village. Sam asked his mom if he and his family helped. Yes, dear, we did. He looked around. The the grown-ups were smiling, but he saw tears too. Happy tears, his mom whispered. And as his dad tucked him into bed that night, Sam thought about his Christmas list. And that reminded him of another present. Daddy, Daddy, did you and Mommy fill up the sparkle box yet? Asked. Well, we added something to it tonight, but it's still not ready to be opened. Sam drifted off to sleep, imagining what could be inside. What do you think's inside? We're going to see. A few days later, Sam was filled with excitement as he shopped with his mom. Tomorrow was his school party. There was a Christmas tree called a mitten tree where the kids could hang mittens, hats, and scarves for people who needed them. Sam picked out the biggest pair of mittens he could find. He also bought candy for himself with his own money. When he turned to leave, Sam heard the tinkling of bells. He looked up and saw the man from the park bench coming to the door. The man seemed tired. Sam looked at the candy bar in his hand and thought about the mittens in his bag. He looked at his mom's hands, the man's hands. 
They looked cold. Sam's heart began to pound. As quick as a wink, Sam slipped his candy bar into the bag with the mittens and pressed the bag into the man's hand. Sam ran out the door shouting, Merry Christmas! His mom gave him a hug. I'm proud of you, she whispered. I know that wasn't easy, but you brought a little light into the world tonight. Sam asked his mom if they could drive by the park. As he watched the flame on the giant candle blink on and off, he thought about how unfair it was that some people didn't have a home to live in or food to eat. Soon it was Christmas Eve, the most special night of the year. Sam and his family gathered at their church, just like we're doing tonight for Christmas Eve. They sang songs and listened to the story of the first Christmas. Then in the, in the darkened sanctuary, a single candle was lit. The candle was used to light other candles. And soon everyone was carefully passing the flame uh, from one person to the next until the whole room was filled with a magical light. Sam looked around. How lovely, how peaceful they all looked as they shared the light. On Christmas morning, Sam ran downstairs as fast as he could. Under the tree was the train with the shiny red engine. And what was that? The sparkle box. Sam could hardly wait to open it. He sat on his mom's lap with his dad snuggled close. Sam slowly lifted the lid on the box. Inside, there was just a few pieces of paper with words written on them. Puzzled, he took the papers and began to read the words. Mitten and candy bar given to someone in need. Warm blankets and food for the homeless. A well in Africa that well provided clean drinking water. Sam's mom explained, Sam, the sparkle box is our gift to Jesus on Christmas Day, his birthday. He was confused. But we didn't give Jesus a gift. We gave things to people who needed them. His mom smiled, you're right, and no gift could make Jesus happier. He taught us that whatever we do for people in need, we do for him. So each year, so each year we'll think of some special gifts to give Jesus. We'll write down these gifts and put them in the sparkle box. On Christmas morning, we'll open the box and read out loud the gifts we gave in honor of his birthday. Sam thought about the man curled up on the park bench the mittens and the soft blankets, the well that would bring clean water to the village in Africa. He looked at his mom and smiled through tears. Happy tears, Sam whispered. See, all those things that they had done was what was in the sparkle box. That was the gift that they gave to Jesus. Isn't that a great story? Well, it's good to have you with us uh, this evening. And I don't know about you, but this uh, Christmas season, I've heard some, some amazing stories of generosity. And uh, this evening, I, I, I came across a story that, uh, it's a video that actually went viral this Christmas season. And over 33 million people watched this video on YouTube. And, and it's just a video about some surprising generosity. And I just want you to, to watch that video uh, with, uh, with me tonight, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about it. So watch the video. 
T'was a night before Christmas, and all across the land, the good folks of WestJet had a miracle planned. On the eve before flying, the guests were in their beds. Visions of traveling danced in their heads. While out on the runway, something secret had arrived. It was left in the lounge. It was a Christmas surprise. Christmas this year, Cohen. A choo-choo train. Oh, oh, oh. a classic. Do you like Thomas? Yeah. And what would Mommy and Daddy like for for Christmas? Big TV. Yeah, big TV. Oh, oh, oh. a big TV. You're looking fabulous. Oh, I need to. It's okay if you just want to stare at me as well. <laughs> what I need is uh, new socks and underwear. An Android tablet. Is that William beside you? And Cameron? <laughs> Some Santa boots. While the guests told their Christmas wishes to good old St. Nick, West Jetters took notes and got ready to shop quick. It was a great rush with the two flights in the air to get all those presents. Not a moment to spare. The same bells ring and there's children singing tonight. Lights are bright and I know it's a beautiful sight. There's no place on the world and snowy and white. Santa's coming to town. WestJet, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of your flight. Happy faces were all so merry and bright. And Santa's coming to town, coming Everything ready, we all had to wait for the moment of truth at Carousel 8.
guests never expected what they'd asked of St. Nick would actually appear. It was all quite a trick. A West Cheddar would say it was more than mere fun. Miracles do happen when we all work as one. We'll give Santa the last word on this most special night. Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a good flight. I love watching that video and watching the people's reactions when uh, all those gifts come down uh, the, the baggage carousel, and they're just shocked. They're just amazed by that, that, uh, that those gifts would be for them. This video is called The WestJet Christmas Miracle, Real-Time Giving. And you know what? This is just a small story of undeserved grace and blessing that really points to the big story of undeserved grace and blessing. Uh, the story that we celebrate tonight, the genuine Christmas miracle of real-time giving. We know that that, that, that miracle is, is Jesus when he stepped into time in that manger in Bethlehem. And that's what we, we want to talk about briefly tonight. Someone once said that when God gives a gift, he wraps it in a person. I thought that's a pretty good quote, because that's what really Christmas is about. We celebrate the gift of a person. This Christmas, we celebrate the greatest gift ever, Jesus. It was a gift given out of love, full of light, that provided life. It's really the only gift that, that really matters, and it's a miraculous gift. And, and this evening, I just want to read uh, from, from John's gospel, talking about this gift of, of love and light that provides life. Listen to John's words here. In the beginning was the Word, Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh, and he made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. And John here in, his, in the first chapter is just talking about that miraculous night in Bethlehem. When Jesus stepped into time. He came as a baby in Bethlehem. And we know that uh, that, that was just the beginning of his mission. And John, in, in the third chapter, goes on and talks about Jesus' mission. And it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. 
See, John says that Jesus was a gift for us. He gave his one and only son to die in our place so that we could have life. You know, this morning at our house, we, we opened our Christmas presents because uh, we're, going, we're going home to my parents and to Dana's parents right after the service tonight. And, and my kids were up early and they were excited. And the thing about giving gifts, you know, someone has to give the gift and someone has to receive the gift. You know, it, it wouldn't be right for Haley to give Zachary a gift and Haley to say, you know what, I don't want it, I'm not interested. Uh, that, that wouldn't be a good thing. And the same is true about the good news of the gospel. God is the giver, and we need to receive that gift. And, and, this, and this evening, we need to recognize that, that Jesus is the greatest gift ever given, that he came to earth as a baby, and he went to the cross as a man. He lived a perfect life, and he hung on the cross for our sins, paying the price for our sins so that we can have peace with God, so that we can be forgiven. And the good news of the gospel is this, and, and we receive the gospel simply by, by recognizing, first of all, we're, we're sinners. We have all messed up. We have all rebelled against God. There is not one of us that, that can earn our way to heaven. We are all sinners, and that separates us from God. We have all been separated by, from God because of our sin. And because of that separation, because of that sin, we need a Savior. And that's where Jesus comes in. God sent Jesus to earth to be our savior. He came to this earth, he lived a perfect life, and he went to the cross paying the price for our sins. And so for us to receive this gift, we need to recognize that we're sinners, that we're separated from God, that we have a savior, and it comes down to us receiving him by putting our trust in him, by believing Jesus is who he said he was by believing that he was the God-man who came to rescue us from our sins. It's by putting our faith and trust in him. That's how we receive this, this gift. And then once we receive him, for those of us maybe who have made that decision a long time ago, then we need to daily surrender to him. We need to daily uh, uh, surrender to him and, and recognize that he's the leader of our lives. That he's the one that, that, that directs us, that he's the one that we're focused on, that he's the one that we're living for. Tomorrow, all of us will gather around a Christmas tree probably with our family. And we'll be giving gifts to one another and we'll be opening gifts. And some of those gifts are probably going to be great gifts. But there is a greatest gift that we all need to receive. And that's the gift of Jesus Christ, by putting our faith and trust in him. If you're here tonight and you've never done that, can I encourage you that it's the most important decision that you'll ever make? And if you're here and you've never done that, I pray that, that you'd recognize that it's time. It's time to, to, to receive that gift and welcome him as your savior. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for the opportunity that we have just to gather here this evening and to celebrate the greatest gift ever given, your son, Jesus Christ. And Father, we are so thankful that, that you loved us so much in spite of our sin and rebellion. You gave us a way to be rescued. 
a way that we could have a restored relationship with you, and that's through your son, Jesus Christ. That is truly good news. And this evening, Lord, I pray that everyone in this auditorium might have received that greatest gift by putting their faith and trust in you. By giving us eternal life, by giving us a relationship with you because of that faith and trust. Lord, thank you for Christmas. Forgive us when we get distracted by another guy. And this Christmas, let's help us focus on the real miracle of Christmas, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. On behalf of Pastor Dick and, and our whole staff, we just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to say thank you so much for being here. And as we leave here tonight, as we gather tomorrow, let's celebrate the greatest gift ever given. Let's focus our eyes on Jesus Christ. Because of him, we have life Because of him, we have purpose. Because of him, we have hope. Thank you so much for being here. Have a Merry Christmas. On your way out, you can put your candles in the basket. Have a great, great time with your family. We'll see you Sunday.